Good evening, good evening, good evening unto you. This is Humble Dame coming to you guys on this wonderful, serene Sunday night. I've been resting the day and, and using my chair massager, which I like to also known as or a.k.a. call my man. It is a chair massager that I use to kind of loosen up the muscles in my back. And so I've just been kind of resting with my kids today. We had a pretty eventful and rambunctious day yesterday. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying your holiday season. My kids have been extremely rambunctious on this winter break. I am praying for you parents and I hope you're, you're praying for me as we can get through this break. Okay, we can do this. So today I want to talk about the listening linguist, how to be a listening linguist. We're going to start out by giving a definition, uh, a linguist, L-I-N-G-U. IST is a person skilled in foreign languages or a person who studies linguistics, a person who studies linguistics. Linguistics is the stud is the scientific study of language and its structure, including the study of more uh, of uh, syntax, phonetics and semantics. Um, and it has specific branches as far as like sociolinguistics, uh, dialects, psycholinguistics, uh, historical comparative linguistics, and applied linguistics, okay? And so it's just talking about uh, being a listening linguist, right? So in, in the new year, I believe that it's going to be much more important to do a lot more listening than speaking, okay? And so in the, strict, in the strictest terms, a linguist is a, a specialist in linguistics which is a study of human language as opposed to the study of one language. And so I've been kind of studying different things. And so today just kind of popped into my mind about gibberish. I am around five kids all day and I love my kids. A lot of what they're saying, I do not understand. And so I said, let me kind of look up gibberish and, and try to listen to my kids to kind of be around them a little bit more on this uh, break and, and listening to their conversations uh, backhanded as I'm cleaning up. And it's kind of, uh, it's very interesting to say the least, but uh, gibberish is nonsense words or writing uh, like a baby's babble is often called gibberish. When someone is speaking a foreign language you don't understand, which is why I said how to be a listening linguist, uh, what they are saying will sound to you like gibberish uh, to gibber jabber or to talk rapidly and excitedly without making any sense. And so uh, as I am trying to decipher what a lot of my kids are saying and I have two sets of twins. So they, they get into a lot of arguments and they literally will argue in gibberish. I have no idea what they're saying. So I'm working on being a listening linguist. Um, I'm a writer, an amateur writer. Um, I am an unpublished author. Uh, I have written 13 self-published books, which are available on blurb.com. And so uh, English was one, was one of my favorite uh, subjects in school. Um, I'm not I'm not the best at English, but I definitely love uh, playing with words as I am a poetess. I just love it. I've been reciting poetry since I was five and I started writing my own poetry around 11 and really got serious about it around the age of 13. And so um, I'm 35 now. So I've been writing poetry for a long time. I love words. Um, I just love them because you can never know all of the words in just the English language. I also like to look them up in different languages, even though I don't speak a lot of different languages. It's just very interesting to me. It just, it's just a passion of mine. And so um, while on this winter break, I've been listening to my, my children. They're literally like arguing and gibberish. And so I just wanted to uh, speak about that today, how to be a listening linguist. And it just kind of taught me that uh, we can even carry this over to our adult relationships, uh, to be a listening linguist, to understand the psycholinguistics. 
the psycholinguistics of which how people use words is not just about the tonations, but it's about the phonetics and how they are pronouncing them to you. Like if I say to you, like, I love you, right? I'm, I'm, I'm stretching that word that's conveying to you the, on the psycholinguistic standpoint from the study of linguistics, right? As you are listening to my linguistics, that's saying to you that, uh, that I love you. That's saying to you that I love you a lot. Or if, you know, your spouse says, okay, I love you, right? The tone and the phonetics of it gives a different connotation in the person that's listening. And so that's what I've been learning uh, just by listening to my five kids. Uh, I'm, I'm around them all the time. I'm a stay-at-home mom. But normally, you know, with school and stuff like that, and, and my son is in martial arts, uh, we have brief encounters and I try to make the quality time worth it. And then I'm tired by that time because being a single parent can be tiresome. So as I've been resting up and just in the background listening to them, it's been uh, very interesting to say the least. And so I've just been kind of studying gibberish. So in order to be a listening linguist, it's best to to do what? Listen first. You have to listen. I'm trying to listen in in the ways in which they are saying their words, Uh, not to correct them all the time, because I know as moms, we can do that. Um, But the way in which they are saying the words. And then I will come in with some correction because a lot of their little baby arguments is basically off of how something was said. And so I found that very interesting for me. And that just kind of carried over into a lot of our, for my thought process, for into a lot of our adult relationships. A lot of us have to become listening linguists. This is very important because it's very important to listen to the tonation in which a person says something um, that's talking about the phonetics of it correctly. Um, And as you listen to how they phonetically say something, you can hear in their language uh, what they will call an accent, right? We have Southern accents. We have the New York accents. We have what they call in the Midwest. We talk very fast and what they consider like proper uh, accents, right? Uh, you have the Boston accent. You have the Canadian accent. And so those are accents in which uh, phonetically they say things differently in a different way. So it can convey something different. And so I'm just trying to get a better understanding of not only my kids, but the people around me. Now, that's just on the speech point. Tomorrow, I will speak more about the psycholinguistics. When you have the psycho, psycho, psyche, mind, um, what is in their mind? What are they trying to convey with their language, right? And so um, this is how you get a chance to be able to know a person is through listening. Um, and a lot of people say, well, you know, people can lie to you and and, and uh, miscommunicate. And that's still allowing you to be able to get to know that person or who you're dealing with. You can use this in business. You can use this with your personal romantic relationships, with family relationships, with friends, um, you know, with your boo thing, with, uh, with workers, with, you know, your employees. You can use this with your coworkers. It's best just to kind of listen. And so that's what I'm going to be taking into uh, the year 2020 is uh, being trying to be a better listening linguist. I am just going to be listening because a lot of misunderstandings come from us hearing something wrong. Um, and so we as we hear it wrongly or we take it the wrong way, it goes from hearing it wrong to taking it wrong. And then when we take it wrong. Now we've developed an opinion uh, based off of our feelings. And so it, it doesn't have to always be based off of what's actually going on. So now we're running with that thought process and now was created miscommunication. And now you have uh, resentment and animosity towards something that was a simple misunderstanding. Because why? 
we did not listen louder. You have to be a listening linguist. And so this is what I'm going to be practicing. And I just got that thought process just by listening to the gibberish, which is, you know, uh, it's a kind of, I guess you could say language. It's a baby's language from my children. Um, and let me see, I can give you some examples of gibberish. Some examples of gibberish, which would be words like, let me see, we have it here, like uh, golly goops or itty bitty or coochie coo or iggly biggly and uh, mama mia, you know, different little things our kids say. And we're like, what are they saying? And it's cute, right? But um, even after, even even in that, and our kids gibberish, and you, we kind of know what they're saying uh, because we're around them because we're being what listening linguists. So if we can transfer that thought process of, well, he, he when, when your child may say like uh, gibbly goop, they may mean hand me my sippy cup. But how do you know that? Because you have been a listening linguist around them. You've been listening to them. And so you can kind of decipher their own gibberish language. So I think that we should actually transfer that over to our adult relationships and even our relationships with ourselves. When we may say something like, um, oh, it is what it is. Right. Um, when you know yourself or if you know your spouse or your friend and they're like, it is what it is. If you have been a listening linguist, you know that maybe something is particularly bothering them and they're trying to appear strong. Right. And so it's creating more intimacy when you're a listening linguist. It allows you to create more intimacy into me. You see, so you can kind of cut through the smoke screens. And even though language can be used to cover up things is actually uncovering them, uh, which is a beautiful thing to be naked and unashamed and to kind of see. Uh, and, and it creates understanding and it creates compassion. And so I'm just going to delve into this, to this a little bit deeper. I believe that this is a key component and uh, something that I have to learn. Um, when I become a man's wife, and the reason I say it that way is because I'm already a wife. Uh, when I become a man's wife is that I have to be a listening linguist. Um, uh, most of you ladies out there, you know, if your husband come in from work and you say, how was your day? Oh, it was fine. If you listen to it phonetically, you can kind of tell, you know, according to your individual relationship, uh, what his fine means, right? Fine. Right. And you can know they probably had a hard day. Um, they probably lost some sales or whatever their uh, career industry is. And so I think it's important in that way, as you're being a listening linguist and being able to decipher what people around you are saying, you're able to meet the lead. You can actually anticipate the need uh, based off of uh, what they're saying. Right. And so this is very interesting to me. I'm going to keep studying this a little bit more. I have been learning a lot of things by listening to my children's gibberish. And so I hope you guys are enjoying your winter break and enjoying your Christmas break. And let's learn to be listening linguists. Let's Pay attention to the words. Let's pay attention to how they're spoken and why they are spoken. Okay. And let's not be so quick to get offended. Um, when someone may say something that may, uh, what we would consider to hurt our ego. Um, sometimes it's best to remove that out of the way and kind of listen to where you think the person is coming from to create a bridge of understanding. And then that way you can, um, have reconciliation or you can have harmony. Okay. So I'm going to keep listening to my kids jibber jabber and arguing in gibberish. And I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful night. Happy Sunday.